0: This is where great ideas about the financial world come together. Welcome to the Financial Forum Podcast with the president of
1: Fortune Financial Group, Chris Galise. Chris, let's have a little bit of fun on this section here of the program. Let's talk about some things that just don't work. Uh, Maybe it's retirement planning. Maybe it's life in general. But... (laughs) Okay. Well, yeah, let's just have a little fun. Um, well, well, so we won't keep it limited, you're saying, to just uh, exactly, finances? Exactly, yeah. Okay. So kind of like I do with the the getting to know you where I kind of throw you off sometimes with random questions. I'm going to give you some things that are both financial and just life-related, and just give us your opinion uh, if this is stuff that may or may not work.
0: Okay, I, I, I,
1: I'm getting a little nervous here. <laughs> yeah, but I, you're a good sport. You'll have fun with it. I'll, I'll tell you what, okay. I'll make it easy. I'll give you a financially-based uh, one that you might hear first, just to break In a little bit, all right. So, trying to guess how long you'll live based on your parents' lifespan, so that you can kind of use that as your financial uh, marker, if you will, for a plan. Does that work? It doesn't. Uh, I I mean, I shouldn't. It it shouldn't, right? (laughs) You know, I mean, how your
0: parents, you know, what their life expectancy was, what their lifespan was, if they're if they're no longer with us, that has, in my opinion, you know, little bearing on your own. Life expectancy. I hear this so many times from folks. They'll say, well, my, my dad passed away in his 50s. My mom passed away in her 60s. So I'm not going to be here long. I'm going to live it up and, you know, spend all my money now. Right. Right you have to go back and look at what was the circumstances of
1: you know the
0: parents passing away that young
1: there could be some genetic things but maybe not right
0: maybe not right was there was a lifestyle was there was there smoking involved was there you know poor diet and exercise things like that were they working in a uh, in a hazardous job that you know contributed to their their decline in health you know so many factors go into it and, and admittedly you know genes do play a role but you know, that's just part of the equation. So if you're going to base your entire financial planning strategy uh, on what your parents' life expectancy is, uh, that's dangerous because there have been many, many situations I've come across where individuals have outlived their parents by 20, 30 years or more. And if you do go all gung-ho and think you're not going to be around long and you, and you spend a lot of money too early... Uh, the big, big problem and the big danger is obviously that you're gonna, you know, run out of money too soon, and then you're then you're gonna be stuck. So. Yeah. Uh, use it as a guideline only, but please don't, you know, base your planning on those numbers.
1: Yeah, I think that's wise. I mean, if there's, again, specific, you know, medical illnesses that that are hereditary, sure, that could be certainly a consideration, especially if you've been diagnosed. But if not, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have the same thing either. So I think doing that, and I'm one of those people, Chris, as we've talked about before, uh, I feel as though I'm going to be one of those people that, that don't have a, a very long life, but I'm smartly planning for it in the event that I am wrong, because, I'm oh, uh, probably going to be.
0: <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm planning that way too. I, I've uh, you know my family and the uh, the male side of my family, uh, my father's side, I should say. No male has lived past age seventy. Yeah, you know from yeah, dads, yeah. uncles, things like that. And but I'm not living that but, way. Exactly, man. Yeah. I'm going to be you know. God willing here into, you know, late eighties, early nineties, hopefully beyond because I just, you know, I, I prefer to be optimistic. There you go. Exactly.
1: All right. So you did very well on that one. So I broke you in with that one. Now I'm going to give you an odd one. This kind of thing work. This one's kind of funny. Uh, trying to change somebody's mind about really anything, but we'll say political or whatever you want just by posting your opinions on Facebook.
0: <laughs> Does that okay, ever that, work? That's on a left field, Mark. Okay. Exactly. Uh, I, I, I don't think so. Here, one of the things that that um, my wife and I have, you know, I don't think we consciously made the decision, but you know, it's kind of evolved this way that mm-hmm. neither one of us are on social media at all. Okay, um, nice. I mean, we we do have a we do have a you know a Facebook page for for the business for sure. Fortune Financial, where we would just you know post a lot of educational content. But as far as you know, personal social media feeds or anything like that, where we're Posting photos of our vacations or right, our home right. life or anything like that, you know, we not we so just, much, you know, thank, yeah, we just figure we would rather keep that to ourselves, um, and a lot of people have taken it to the to the next level where not only are they. You know, letting the whole world know what they're doing at every every minute of time. They're <laughs> right. also commenting on all the news. Uh, of the everything,
1: day. right? And and ha- and if you don't agree with them, how you feel? No, I I agree. It doesn't work, right? Right, right. So I, I everybody has their own opinion. Everybody's
0: entitled to their own sure. opinion. And to try to change people's minds, I think is just a you know waste of energy. And you know, we'd be better served just just living our lives and, and enjoying ourselves,
1: especially through a format like that. That, you know, having a conversation one-on-one with a person, having a spirited chat about something, and and maybe uh, sharing ideas is one thing. But yeah, I agree with you. Sometimes people get just too far in the weeds with things, and they think, oh, if I put this out there, someone will probably agree with me. Yeah, somebody might, <laughs> but somebody right, might right, not right. either. Right. All uh, right.
0: Now, now if they're if they're talking about you know how great Notre Dame football is, uh, well, that's well,
1: well, that's a different story. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, so we're talking about stuff that maybe doesn't work uh, here on the program, having a little bit of fun, just kind of. Poking fun at the fact that uh, there are things in retirement and life that are kind of these ideas or these things that happen, and maybe they work, maybe they don't. How about this one? Uh, when spouses say that they're not going to worry about the long-term care aspect of things because they're just going to take care of one another as they age, does that? Uh, I mean, does that work? Come on now.
0: It, it doesn't. I, I hear it a lot, and not only it's the spouses that say, "Oh, we'll take care of each other," but then they, you know, people also say, "Oh, you know, the my kids, kids will kids help, promise right? me yeah. they'll never let me." going to a nursing home and it's a sweet sentiment but it's not realistic right everybody who makes those comments mark says it with a hundred percent sincerity because as we're sitting here and and we're perfectly healthy you know it's kind of easy to make that comment to say don't worry i'm always going to be there i'm always going to take care of you but then a lot of times reality hits and you're doing your best you're trying to take care of that person but you know maybe your own health is declining maybe there's financial stresses that you weren't anticipating maybe there's other life factors that are that are adding to what's going on and you know it just gets to the point where you simply cannot do it anymore and then you need to turn to a resource like a nursing home or a adult daycare uh, assisted living things like that you know no one should feel guilty about doing things like that Uh, i know we all have the best intentions but also realize that we also have our own limits
1: yeah i agree with you well we're, we're playing a little game here stuff that doesn't work if you will and chris i'm gonna make you think back on this one to your single days. And I know it's been a while, but you're going to have to harken okay, back yeah. to when you were a single guy, cheesy pickup lines. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Do they work? Uh,
0: I, I, oh man, I, thankfully <laughs> I was, you know, I've really never been in that situation where I was out in a, you know, a bar or at a dance club or something where I was, you know, trying to, Pick somebody up, you know. I've always had you know situations. The, the the women that I've dated in my life were always met through just happenstance, right? Whether it was right. At school or at work or things like that, where I got to know them first before we developed any kind of uh, relationship. Uh, so from from personal experience, Mark, I certainly cannot say if cheesy pickup <laughs> lines work, but I I guess
1: they, is that is that a maybe?
0: <laughs> I guess they have to work some of the time, you know.
1: Right. You must be depends tired because you've been running through my mind all day. I don't. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Exactly.
0: Oh, Exactly. You know. And I, it, it probably depends on how much alcohol. is involved, Exactly. You yeah, very true. Uh, and then we can tie it back to Facebook. Who don't do you <laughs> know do, do, do try to put it on Facebook then with, with pickup lines? Yeah. So.
1: Exactly. There you go. There's a whole new. We just created a whole new uh, algorithm here. Use cheesy pickup lines on Facebook. See if that works. <laughs> Timing the market. Does that stuff work? No, I I, in my opinion, you have to be very, very
0: fortunate to be able to time the market with any kind of consistency. There's folks out there who, you know, call themselves market timers and, you know, tout these successful investment records about their average in 10 or 15 percent a year i i'm always skeptical when i when i hear things like that because when when you think about it mark when you're when you're timing the market you have to be right twice right you have to you know (laughs) Get in at exactly the right time, and then you have to get back out at yep. exactly the right time to to hit perfect. And no one, even you know Warren Buffett, who's considered one of the greatest investors in our lifetime, uh, you know, is successful at timing the market. The numbers grow almost every day. The people I talk to that have told me, you know what, Chris? Back in two thousand eight, you know, in August of that year, I just felt something was going to go wrong. And I got out right, right before the market crashed. And you know, I tell them, Hey, good for you. Great job. But I think to myself, really, come on, did did, did you really time it that right? Um, so I'm skeptical yeah you know about well that,
1: if you' got to so. be right twice in a row my wife's already gonna say I have no chance because <laughs> I've never twice right twice according to her
0: <laughs> well, right quick story reminds me that the uh, just the other day we were doing some yard work at uh, at my house and the there was there was a certain spray that we had to put out on some of our furniture um, to control moss and mold and things like that so I read the bottle read the instructions and everything and I then I sprayed it. And my wife, Amelia, is like, Chris, what are you doing? She said, you know, there's people around. You can't do that. You have to. It's, it's like, you know, poisonous. You have, to, you have to wait till there's nobody around. I'm like, no, it's not. I said, I read the bottle. There's there's nothing on there. she said, let me let me see that. And she's reading the bottle and she's going. And I knew there was nothing on there because I read the bottle. And, and so I started smiling. I'm like, there's nothing there, honey. She's like, wait, no, I, I, I tear somewhere. And she's turning it on the other side and everything. And. She's like, okay. I guess I was thinking of something else, and I just said to <laughs> I said to my daughter, I said, "What a good feeling! It is so rare that I'm right when it comes to uh to my wife. It's fine." I said, "This is the the one and only time in 2019 because I'm only right about once a year." There you guys. go. There you go. <laughs> You've been listening to the financial forum podcast. Again, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to Chris Scalise, 800-993-1526. That's 800-993-1526. You can also get in touch online by going to fortune-financial.org. That's fortune-financial.org. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. search for the Financial Forum podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, and anywhere you listen to podcasts.
2: Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC, AEWM. AEWM and Fortune Financial Group are not affiliated companies. Fortune Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Fortune Financial Group is is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any government agency.